the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Truth. This is Freedom 1570, KDIZ, Golden Valley, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Tropical storm Isaisis continues to crawl along the East Coast. As it moves north, its sights set on Georgia and the Carolinas. The National Hurricane Center's Daniel Brown expects Isaisis to strengthen once again. It'd only take a five mile per hour increase in uh, in winds to become a hurricane, and uh, it uh, appears as if that's it that is, uh, is likely. And so, therefore, a hurricane warning has now been issued for a portion of the coast of northern South Carolina and southern North Carolina. Both North and South Carolina due for up to six inches of rain, storm surge, and possible tornadoes today. Also at townhall.com, a COVID-19 relief package deal on Capitol Hill remains elusive as an impasse over jobless benefits persists. Correspondent Bernie Bennett has details. Top Trump administration officials and lawmakers cautioned that a deal over a new relief package to help weather the coronavirus crisis remained elusive this weekend, even as the debate over the details of that aid was set to take center stage this week. Officials say a meeting on Saturday in the Capitol Hill suites of Speaker Nancy Pelosi had been the most productive discussion in recent days, but they remain divided on a number of issues, including how to revive lapsed unemployment benefits for tens of millions of Americans and how broad any deal should be. Bernie Bennett in Washington. Parents in some states getting their first look at a new school year as the coronavirus continues to cause upheaval in school systems around the country. Parents in Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Tennessee are among those who will be the first to navigate the new academic year as schools open up in parts of those states this week. Many school districts had offered parents a choice of at least some in-person classes or remote instruction. Wall Street starting August with more gains. The Dow had 245 points. The Nasdaq up 153. More on these stories at townhall.com. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea miracle, you won't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code FAMILY for 20% off. That's SalemNow.com, promo code FAMILY, F-A-M-I-L-Y, for 20% off. Freedom 1570, ringing liberty and truth. Thanks for being with us. Listen to us on TuneIn iHeartRadio, Radio.com, on all the smart speakers. Download our mobile app. Of course, you can connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Like It Matters Radio is next, followed by The Dana Show with Dana Lash, coming up at noon. 
for today. Sunshine mid-70s, 52 overnight tonight. Sunshine mid-70s again tomorrow. Mark Levin doesn't want to empower the system. If you vote for a Democrat in this election, you're an idiot. They want to fight the system. Just think about what they want to do. The system is systemically racist, right? Listen to the idiot LeBron James. The system is systemically oppressive and suppressive and racist. So what's the idiot LeBron James want to do? What's the idiot Nancy Pelosi want to What do all these idiots want to do? Massively expand and empower the system. Mark Levin, weeknights at 5, right before Sebastian Gorka at 8 on Freedom 1570. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled the globe for evidence of some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim interviews the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. The results are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, the Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code MINNEAPOLIS for 20% off. In a lawsuit, a little extra liability protection can go a long way. Call Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. A personal liability umbrella policy from American Family Insurance offers a million dollars or more of coverage over and above the limits of your auto and home policies. And it's affordable. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, Mr. Black. But usually I'm live on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I do live shows and then I record shows uh, for uh, Monday and Friday. And uh, this week has just been interesting. Uh, I've covered a lot this week. Matter of fact, uh, I was looking at the topics of this week's shows. Uh, Mondays was three F's to conflict resolution. Uh, Tuesdays was cause and effect. Uh, Wednesdays was survival's three R's. Uh, yesterday, Friday, uh, Thursday was a box of chocolates. And today, uh, we're going to wrap some stuff up because there's a lot of stuff. I want you to think about just this week what I've covered. I've covered knowledge and information for you to have uh, conflict resolution, to understand how people feel, to, to share with them how you felt, and then to move them out of that by what you found, to understand the relationship between cause and effect, that uh, for every cause there's an equal and opposite effect, that uh, if you change one part of a system, the, you change another part, you change the whole system, and we've got to understand that. Survival's three R's. You know what? So many people live in the past. And yet we're supposed to have hope, and hope is a place that exists in the future, not in the past. You can't have hope in the past. You have hope in the future. And so you got to realize uh, where you're at. Are you in the past or are you in the future? Are you living in the now or are you living in yesterday? Uh, are you uh, regretting? Are you resenting? Are you uh, resisting? Uh, and that tells me right where you're at. That means you're in the past. You're, you're surviving. And then yesterday was about box of chocolates. You know, we could uh, choose whatever chocolate we want out of that box, but you don't choose the consequences. You don't choose how that chocolate is made. It's already been made. You can choose which one you pick. But inside that choice is a whole bunch of stuff that you might not be aware of. Maybe you have a peanut allergy and there's nuts in it. Maybe you have diabetes and there's more sugar in that piece than that piece. There's a lot of unknown factors. We get to choose, but we don't always uh, know what those consequences of those choices until they play out. 
And so today I, I want to uh, kind of recap, wrap up, and uh, hit some missed points. But first of all, I want to acknowledge the loss of Herman Cain. Herman Cain, he was a black conservative, good man, uh, a man, uh, man who was treated poorly when he ran for president. Boy, he was attacked by the media. All those worst things, all the women that accused him of this. I mean, he was, he was basically, uh, media lynched him. Because, boy, the biggest fear for the media is to have a black conservative. Oh, my gosh. Because, why do you think they got to make you believe that Trump is racist? They need the black vote. If the v- black vote ever left the Democratic plantation, they know they're screwed. Why do you think they pander to him? That's why uh, every election year they pander and they tell oh, Republicans are going to kill you and don't care about you and they hate you and they would lynch you all if they could because they have to keep them on the Democratic plantation. If they think for themselves and go off, there is no Democratic Party. Uh, and so Herman Cain, uh, just what a good man. Again, he struggled with, a, I don't know, it was pancreatic cancer or colon cancer. He just recovered from it. He uh, was 73 years old. All the comorbidities, the age, everything said that those are the people we need to watch out for COVID-19. But he's with the Lord now, and he's, uh, he's in no pain. Uh, he's uh, doing a victory dance with God. So I, I want to basically recap where we're at, and not only this week, but we're at in this month, we're at in this country. And let's be honest. There's a media narrative out there that uh, there's nothing going on. There's nothing going on. And so I want to play for you a clip from CNN. It's about two minutes. Uh, It's relevant. It's applicable uh, because I believe that if we're going to have a discussion, first we need to make sure we're we're coming from a position of truth. And secondly, we need to make sure we're using the right words the same way. So let's go ahead and play that clip. Does perception match reality? I'm Michael Smirkanish in Philadelphia. These days, it's tough to watch the news. Last weekend, 15 people shot at a funeral in Chicago. Then three fishing buddies shot to death in Florida. In Atlanta, New Orleans, Washington, other cities, shooting victims have included children. For example, on July 12 in Brooklyn, a one-year-old boy killed by gunfire in his stroller while picnicking with his family. And of course, for 58 straight nights, there's been protesting, sometimes violence, rioting and looting in 16 square blocks of downtown Portland. The conflict between law enforcement and the protesters is not letting up. Last night, federal troops again clashed with thousands of Portland protesters. In the early hours of Thursday morning, the city's mayor got caught up in the fray and was among those who were tear gassed. Three hours north in Seattle, the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, or CHAZ, was cleared July 1st after a series of violent events, including the death of a teenager. And, of course, Seattle and Portland followed Minneapolis, where the killing of George Floyd sparked days of tumult and protests, both peaceful and violent, across the country. Perhaps it's no wonder, then, that President Trump has sought to portray himself as the thin blue line that separates order from anarchy. At yesterday's presser, White House Press Secretary Kayleigh McEnany played a video so full of violence that Fox News execs decided to pull away. These are not the actions of so-called peaceful protesters, and the Trump administration will not stand by and allow anarchy in our streets. Law and order will prevail, and I have a short video for you because I want it to be real uh, what is happening right now in Portland. So if we could play that video, that'd be great. All right. uh, We were not expecting that video, and... um Our management here at Fox News has decided we will pull away from that at this time. Fox's daytime programming decision at odds with nighttime programming, which seems to play imagery of mayhem on a loop. 
Now think about this. I'm not knocking Fox News. But for somebody played in daytime TV where the violence, where something was so bad that Fox couldn't play it. I mean, just think about that. Think of how twisted that is. I mean, think of all the movies they show on TV, the sexuality, the violence, all that. But showing real media clips, real media, is too violent to show. That's just stunning. That shows you, you know, we're being told that there's this peaceful thing. going. There's not nothing peaceful at all. So like I feel with this whole BLM movement, it, it feels to me like a hostage crisis. If you've ever seen, I mean, remember Die Hard. That's how they work. With a hostage crisis, you got someone who, who's making demands, someone who's threatening people. That's the BLM movement. Uh, and then the hostage negotiator is working to do everything he can to make sure that that person doesn't hurt those hostages. And so the hostage taker makes all these demands and the the negotiator does his best to meet those demands, all in the name of keeping those hostages from being harmed. Uh, and then a lot of times you see they ask for more and more and more. It gets more egregious, more outrageous. Uh, and then they wind up killing the hostages anyways. Right? And so we got to realize what's going on. That's why I wanted to stop and kind of do a wrap-up. Because, man, there's a lot of chaos in America. A lot of chaos stuff. And unfortunately, uh, it's going to be here till after the election. Uh, because there are forces in line that truly want to uh, get Donald Trump out of office, and he's the existential threat. So whatever it takes, whatever damage, whatever life's it costs, uh, it's a greater good because he's an existential threat. And so one of my goals on this radio show is to to basically pull back the veil, to let you know what's going on, because we are unconscious creatures. And then you study people like Joseph Goebbels, uh, you study Saul Alinsky, uh, you study Marxist, uh, all that. You know, there, there's a strategy, there's a plan. It just doesn't happen. I mean, Goebbels said, uh, you give me the media. Just give me the media where I control the media. Uh, and I could uh, uh, turn a country into pigs. He says, that give me enough repetitions, enough control, and I could make people believe that a circle's a square. So this isn't weird. This isn't some... Uh, you know, some hoax. There's real stuff going on. We're being manipulated. And part of this radio show is to teach you how you work, to give you back control, give you back power. You know, we're looking for power from everywhere else but where it exists. Power exists inside us. Remember, Dr. Viktor Frankl says between the stimulus and the response, there's a space. And in that space is your power. It is your freedom. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're wrapping up. We're wrapping up this week. We're going to talk about the three F's of conflict resolution, uh, the ca- law of causality about cause and effect, survival's three R's, uh, and then also about choice and consequence, because that's what we've covered this week, and I have a lot more information to cover than I ever covered in a radio show, so I got lots of pieces, stuff to fill in the blanks. So I am Mr. Black, you are under construction, and we'll be right back in three minutes. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl. 
in this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. The team at Blue Ox Heating and Air wants to make sure you're prepared for the hot summer ahead. That's why right now, when you buy a new high-efficiency furnace, you'll get a high-efficiency air conditioner for just $27.95. Plus, zero money down and no interest or payments for 18 months. Visit GoBlueOx.com for details. Blue Ox Heating and Air, providing legendary service and legendary care. Get a $2,500 learning voucher from Sylvan Learning for just $1,250 through this special offer from Sylvan and this station. Only two half-price Sylvan Learning offers available. Go to this station's website, click on the More tab, and Half-Price Offers, or call the station now. This is Scott Black of Lankett Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host. Um, Today we talked about three F's of conflict resolution. Really important. There's conflict all around us. How do you match a model? How do you pace and lead? How do you meet someone in their map of reality uh, and then pace them to an understanding? On today's world, you've got to know basic conflict resolution. We covered it on Monday. And by the way, if you missed any of these radio shows, go to likeitmattersradio.com and you can listen to it at your own leisure. But I want to recap some things because there are some things I leave out as shows, not because I want to, because I, I have a lot more to put in a show than I have time to put in a show. Uh, and then on Tuesday, we did cause and effect, the law of causality, if A, then B. We've got to realize that uh, our actions cause ripple effects. Some can be good, some can be bad, but we need to consider that as leaders. Uh, and then Wednesday, we went into survival's three hours. You know, you can tell where someone's living by how they're living. 
You know, we're called to look forward. We're called to live in the now moment. Yesterday is history. Tomorrow's a mystery. Today is the present, so we must treat it like the gift that it is. And when people are living in, in regret and resentment and resistance, kind of what you see the mob out, you see the Democrats. You, I mean, the Democrats haven't accepted the outcome of the election four years ago, and now they're opposing, what if Trump doesn't, if loses and doesn't leave? Well, what if Trump wins and you guys hound him for four more years? That should be a bigger concern. And then yesterday we covered, you know, we got into a little bit of Forrest Gump, uh, the common sense of uh, some of that stuff uh, that his mama taught him. Uh, we need to go back to the basics and realize that there's a, a, a continuous flow of choices and consequences. They're tied together. And you might have the freedom to choose, uh, but you don't have the freedom to choose the consequences that come with those choices. And so we're going to recap, fill in some gaps. Uh, I want to give my, uh, my heart and emotions to Herman Cain's family. He was a good man, a good conservative, a man who was a free thinker, who uh, helped a lot of people, made a lot of money, rebuilt a couple big companies. Uh, and because he was conservative, he was treated like uh, he didn't belong to the black community. I mean, it just makes me sad. I mean, I thought all black lives matter. I thought black lives matter. Uh, but really, it doesn't. The black lives don't matter. It's just the ones that die by cops, uh, just the ones that die by a white person, and just the ones that believe like the Democrats and progressives. Because there's a lot of black people that are sharp, that are intelligent, that are making a difference, that happen to be conservative, that, uh, you know, black people disown. The media calls weird names like Uncle Tom and all that. It just makes my, rips my heart out. And that's why I'll support the movement Black Lives Matter when they start acting like all black lives matter. How about, what is it, 40 million black babies have been aborted since 1973? Uh, how many black babies die every day uh, in the womb of a mother and no one seems to care? How many black children die in Chicago uh, every weekend and no one seems to care? Uh, or in New York? But boy, if uh, the movement of BLM and the liberals can use your death as a way to, to milk $100 million out of corporations as a reason to burn down cities and all that and then make you scared so you'll do capitulate to anything, then those lives matter. So, you know, I, I teach debate. I teach people how to logically reason. And one thing I learned a long time ago, two starting points. You never, never, never start a discussion based on a lie. A lot of times I hear people put out a lie and then they want to debate that. No, 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 no. You go to a common denominator. It has to be the truth. And secondly, you make sure that the words you're using, uh, you've clarified the definition. Because one thing the other side likes to do is change words. Uh, and uh, to be having an argument using the same word but have two different meanings, uh, I think the saying is uh, we're all speaking the same language, but we got different dictionaries. Different dictionaries. And so three Fs of conflict resolutions, what I covered on, on Tuesday, on Monday. And that's really important. You know, we've, what's lacking today is understanding. We've got to be willing to step outside of our map of reality. See, our map of reality is our basic structure of belief systems. By the time a child is six years old, a majority of their map of reality is in place. Dr. Adler, a famous psychologist, said that. Uh, but here's the important part. Everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. You know, I, I read about the, the first uh, the guy who invented the uh, tr transfusion and how to, how to store blood and do blood banks. And uh, interesting man and gentleman. I talked about him on Tuesday or Wednesday. And the story goes that when he was driving uh, to a conference with uh, three other doctors, I think they were all black, he fell asleep at the wheel, got in a car wreck, and he went to a hospital. And the white hospital people wouldn't give him a blood transfusion, so he died. Now, it's not true at all. 
It's not true at all. The black doctors that were with them that were okay, um, they were there, so they got the best treatment, best everything. But it doesn't matter what's true. What matters is what people believe. No one responds to reality. We respond to a map reality. And there are a lot, a lot of lies out there uh, that are meant to, to make black people not like white people. There's a lot of lies out there to make uh, white people feel uncomfortable and black people not like black people. And so we've got to move through the lies. You know, I do something on this train called Truth Therapy on this radio show called Truth Therapy. Really, really important uh, because Jesus said the truth will set you free. But it was Charles Garfield that said, but first, it's going to make you miserable. But it's okay to be uncomfortable. That's where we grow. You know, there are three zones in life. We have our, our comfort zone, which is familiar. Outside of that is the zone called fear, false evidence appearing real. Uh, and then outside of that is the zone called panic, intense fear. Uh, and the key to life is keep pushing our comfort zone. Because as you spend enough time in the zone called fear, it becomes familiar. It's false evidence appearing real. It goes away. And what used to bring about fear now just becomes familiar. And so when you step on that panic zone and you've been pushing your comfort zone, what used to make you panic now just elicits a little bit of fear. And once you realize that you can feel the fear and do it anyways, you continue to expand your comfort zone. And so we need to be uncomfortable. You know, I hear it talking all the time of some of these Black Lives Matter marchers and these white liberals, Antifa people saying, yeah, we need to have a, a conversation about race. It's going to be an uncomfortable conversation. I agree. But the problem is they just want it uncomfortable for white people. Uh, but it needs to be uncomfortable for everybody. You know, anything about good counseling, both uh, members of the counseling team are uncomfortable. Both are pushed. Both are challenged. It takes two people to destroy a relationship. It doesn't matter what you're talking about. And so it needs to be uncomfortable for the black community as well. Why are three-quarters of black children born out of wedlock or have no father in the home? Why do they have a culture that glorifies sex and violence and killing cops? Why? I mean, if you don't know, uh, I think 80% of all black deaths, or 90%, are black-on-black. Yeah, black-on-black killing. Absolutely. And so uh, far more black people... Uh, kill cops uh, than cops kill unarmed black people. It's, I mean, so there needs to be some uncomfortable conversations uh, all the way around on everybody. If this is real, if this is legitimate, if Black Lives Matter, and I believe they do. Just let you know, I believe absolutely Black Lives Matter. I mean, uh, without the black people in this country, they were, they helped us win the Civil War. I mean, uh, man, if you look at the accomplishments from the first blood, uh, blood transfusion, technically not the first blood transfusion, I'm not saying it right, but uh, uh, the guy who refrigerated, there's this great website, and I don't have it prepared, I wish I would have, about all the, uh, uh, all the black people who had invented things. It's just stunning, stunning. It's kind of like the Jews. The Jews uh, have more patents per, per, than anybody else. They uh, have this rate of success that's phenomenal. And, and black people in America have had a lot of success that unfortunately... Uh, it hasn't been as recorded or reported as it should be. But we can't change the past. We can just do a little bit different now in the as we move forward. So the three Fs of conflict resolution are really important. I feel, felt, found. And what happens is we there's three perceptual positions. First position is we see things through our own eyes. Second position is we see things through other people's eyes. Third position is we see things from an overview, like you're watching on a video uh, recording. And so what happens is we need to get out of our map of reality and step into someone else's map of reality. That's why I say what's lacking today is understanding. 
It's not intelligence. It's more intelligent black people, more educate, college-educated black people, more all that. And I don't believe the black community is better today than it was during Dr. King's time. Uh, it might be wealthier. Yeah, it might be wealthier, absolutely, without a doubt. More successful black people, all that. But I think the black families crumbled. I think a lot of the black community has lost their connection to God, which was such a huge part of the civil rights movement and, and how they dealt with the unfair treatment, unjust, the brutal uh, slavery that they were put through. And so they've disconnected. So I'm not sure if, uh, as a general, if you took out all the factors, whatever they are, there could be 100 factors, could be 500 factors. Can you say the black community is better today? than it was when Martin Luther King was marching through the streets of Selma. I don't know. It's kind of like the old argument. Is the Internet a, a, neg- a net plus or net negative? I don't know. I don't know if the Internet's a net plus or net negative. There are good things and bad things. You know, things don't, aren't good or bad. It's what we do with things that make them good or bad. And so what we need to do to conflict resolution is start stepping in people's shoes, walk a mile in someone else's moccasins, Right? To get out of our own map reality, get out of our own experience, and step into someone else's. Put it on. See how it feels. And then you can tell them, I understand how you feel. Or better yet, say this, I can only imagine. If you can't understand, then be honest. I can only imagine what you must be going through because I've never experienced something like that. Or I've experienced something not to that degree, but this. So you understand how you feel. And then you share some of your pain, some of your hurt, some of your struggle. Not to downplay what they are going through. But to say, I understand, to get a little street cred, to say you got the wounds, I get it, I understand. And then second, third thing, and then you found what I found, and this is your opportunity to move them, to move them. Because we all might have been had things that happened to us that shouldn't have happened. We all might have been victimized. But be careful what you attach to your identity. It's a bigger, much bigger difference to be victimized by somebody than to label yourself as a victim. It's a lot easier to change what you do than who you are. So you got to be careful about what you attach to your identity. That's why hearing people hyphenate, I'm a black American, I'm a Native American, I'm an Indian American, I'm a Hispanic American. You're an American. You uh, are a leader. You matter. People want to know they matter. That's why I love doing this radio show. Because I want everybody to know they matter. Every single human being matters. God created you with gifts and a potential and a purpose. And my job on this radio show is to get you close to that. So I'm Mr. Black. We'll be back in three minutes. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. 
Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Dallas-Fort Worth, August 20th through the 22nd. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Attention, this is a real estate ad. If you are thinking of buying or selling, please listen closely. My name is Alex Hartman of REMAX Results. I am a like-minded, loyal listener to this radio station. I have a proven track record of results, having sold thousands of homes over 30-plus years. But most important, in this day and age of big real estate teams pushing crazy gimmicks and guarantees, when you call me, you get me and only me. No gimmicks, no anonymous team members, just one-on-one service and results. When you work with me, you can rest assured the buck stops right here. I have your back. I'm the only agent you communicate with from start to finish. I'm 100% accountable to you. So if you're thinking of buying or selling this season and you like the idea of working with an agent who shares your views, an agent who will work diligently on your behalf every step of the way, then call me today for a free no-obligation consultation. Just go to ResultsByAlex.com. ResultsByAlex.com. I'm looking forward to speaking with you. Again, that's ResultsByAlex.com. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and I want to thank you again for uh, joining us, spending an hour of your time on this radio show. We're working to make you smarter, to uh, expand the noggin, expand the noodle, to get it working better. We have unlimited plasticity in our human brain, and I want to help you push the limits. And so I want to let you know the good news is, uh, you know, COVID-19 has affected us, and uh, you know, we haven't been uh, getting paid. We're still working. Still seeing a need, meet a need. And you can feel free to help us out. Feel free to donate to our 501c3. You know, we see a need, we need a need. I counsel, I coach, um, I share the word of God. I, I, I'm talking to people at 3 in the morning sometimes at midnight. Uh, so uh, I see a need, I meet a need. God told me a long time ago, never let money be a reason why you help people. So please. Uh, reach out to me. We take PayPal, take credit card donations. Uh, we're a registered 501c3, so you get uh, tax-deductible donations. So, uh, man, you know, in 48 hours, that organization in Minneapolis that was paying for all these riders to get out of jail free, paying their bail, uh, $20 million. Uh, the Democratic Party are raising uh, historical amounts of money, hundreds of millions of dollars, yet people are so broke. 
We got all these corporations, Fortune 500, giving hundreds of millions of dollars to Black Lives Matter. And then they have a fund, a political fund called Act Blue, where they filter majority of that money to Democrat causes, to Biden. So basically, the Fortune 500 uh, is supporting electing a Democrat Congress, Senate, and presidency, of which they are going to pay a huge price for. Uh, And yet all that money, hundreds of millions of dollars being given away to Democrats, to small elections, big elections, $20 $20 million in two days to that Minneapolis group funding. They'd only made $65,000 the entire year. And then in 48 hours, because some celebrities mentioned it, they got $20 million. Heck, if I had $200,000, I could change the inner city of Minneapolis in a year. And yet hundreds of million dollars just thrown out the window. But yet, man, we can't get the money to do things. So, uh, you know, we, I'm here to help. I'm here to serve. And we are doing classes still. We, we can only do a couple, and they're only doing them in Texas because that's the only free state there is. Uh, so August 20th, we're limiting our classes to eight people. I think we got six in there, so I still got two openings, August 20th through 22nd. I guarantee you your life will be totally different. With this funk of corona, with all this stuff, you need something to shake it off. And I guarantee you, Leadership Awakening will shake it off in a way that you can't even imagine. So today we're basically recapping the week because I give you a lot of stuff to cover. It's kind of like a get ready for a test and uh, you know having a, a session where we kind of prepare for it. So I'm just I'm doing it the opposite way. I'm covering what uh, we covered this week. So uh, we already covered three F's of conflict resolution, which was Monday. Now cause and effect, the law of causality. If A, then B. You know, this whole situation of why our cities are being destroyed and and why uh, there's so much hatred and all that, because supposedly, um, you know, it's it's white people killing black people. Supposedly, it's it's cops killing unarmed black people. I think there's nine. I think a year, nine uh, uh, black people were killed that are unarmed by cops, and not all of them are illegal. Uh, some of them, uh, they did something to provoke it. So it doesn't happen. Matter of fact, um, what is his name? Barr. Uh, Attorney General Barr. Oh, my gosh, you saw the hearing, I think it was on Tuesday. They just butchered Barr. I mean, they just were talking about rude and disrespectful. But it's interesting because, you know, we have these fact checkers. And this is why I said early on, you never want to start a debate or discussion or a logical flow of conversation unless, number one, you can start with a, a, a truth. Because a lot of these debates and arguments are started with lies. And so um, it was interesting because Barr shared facts. Barr shared facts that the leading cause of death for young black males is homicide. Every year, approximately 7,500 black Americans are victims of homicide. And the vast majority of them, 90% of them, are killed by other blacks, mainly by gunfire. And each of those lives matter. Now, you know, you have the Washington Post chief fact checker, you know, Glenn Kassler. Uh, you know, he, he just wanted to show how that's not a true statement. See, here's the problem. When you let one side decide what the truth is, you know, like there's this doctor from Nigeria. She's now in America. I'm pretty sure she lives in Houston. And she's been treating malaria in Africa. You know, Africa, it's malaria uh, for decades. And she's a hydro, a hydroxychloroquine, whatever it's called, hydroxychloroquine. Um, she's had uh, 300 patients, uh, all different ages from little kids to 90-year-old people. Um, in the beginning stages, COVID-19, all have on hydrochloric, uh, hydroxychloroquine, whatever it's called. I'm so, sorry about that. Uh, and uh, Z-Max or something else and some zinc or something like that. And uh, so she's at a conference of doctors 
just to say, hey, Americans don't need to die. It's, there's something weird going on that the science, this drug's been around for 65 years. But because pl- President Trump said something about it, because he liked it, this became a, a line in the sand. So now, uh, if you hate Trump, then hydroxychloroquine is a fake drug. If you don't hate Trump, then you're willing to listen to doctors and scientists that have been using it for 65 years who use it to this day. And this doctor even said that I bet you if you took urine samples of our 535 uh, members of Congress, I bet you a majority would have them in their urine, she said. But they don't want you to have it and they want you to think it's a fake drug. Why? Because the rea- truth doesn't matter anymore. And so they banned this video of these, this co- medical conference. All doctors, these are licensed doctors. These aren't witch doctors. These aren't weirdos. And Facebook, all of them, banned that video, shut down Donald Trump Jr.'s account because why they said it was against the story, truth of COVID-19. See, they got to protect this COVID-19 lie. It's a bug. Oh, it's a virus. And yeah, 150,000 people died. I think, I think, believe it or not, I don't think that many people had to die. I think it's, they want to get this number as big as they can. And a lot of those 150,000, I don't know if it's 20% or 30%, uh, died with Corona, not from Corona. You might want to check your prepositions out. Big difference. Uh, there was a guy who got a motorcycle accident who had the antibodies for Corona, uh, on there, so he was put down as a corona death, but he died in a motorcycle accident. But yet he had corona, supposedly, and so that was his cause of death. And so that's going on, so you got to be careful. So anyways, under this thing where, where basically Barr was just stating fact, leading cause of death for black males is homicide by other black people. 90% killed by gunfire. So it's the reality. But in a world where Trump derangement syndrome holds dangerous sway among liberal lawmakers and media members like, it's a truth that runs counter to the liberal narrative. And so it must be a lie. So in response to Barr's statement, Kessler dredged up a Washington Post fact checker column from 2014 when former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani said the same thing during the controversy over the shooting of Michael Brown. Remember Michael Brown? That's where Black Lives Matter really came to its fruition. The lie, you know, hands up, don't shoot. He was a thug. He was picking on people. He was threatening cops. Just like you see it now. People challenge cops. People take their tasers and they can't do it. People punch them in the face. People resist arrest and you can't do anything. And that's what Michael Brown did. And he wound up getting killed. And it's sad he got killed, but it's, it wasn't true. The whole Black Lives Matter rose to prominence on a lie. Hands up, don't shoot is not true. So in 2014... The statement that Barr said, which was truth, earned two Pinocchios. The same percentage of whites kill whites. That's the thing. So two Pinocchios, I guess, is when you leave out information. And so what they said, the statement is factual, but because they didn't say, and by the way, the same thing's true for white people, what does that have to do with anything? What does that have to do with the fact that 90% of black people die at the hands of other black people? What does that have to do with whites? And if you were to add in Asians, everything changes. I mean, Thomas Sowell has a great book. Thomas Sowell's book is called uh, Intellectuals and Race. Intellectuals and Race. And a lot of the stats that you see about uh, people who are turned down for loans, about the old saying, you know, in in an economic crisis, you know, uh, black people are hired last and let go first compared to white people. And uh, home loans, you know, black people are turned down twice as much as white people. You know, you hear all those stats and it's got to be racism. There's only one reason for that, racism. Then I always say, then what about the NBA? 80% of players in the NBA are black. So does that mean they're racist against white people? They're only 14% of the population, or the NFL. The NFL, 70% of the players are black. 
So the NFL is systematically racist against white people? So has there got to be a Rooney rule for players? That before you can hire a black player, you have to interview two white players first? That's a Rooney rule, if you don't know. See, it's silly. But they would say if you talk to uh, anybody in the NBA or a black person about the NBA, they'd say, no, it's because we're better athletes. Okay, so could there be other reasons why figures work out the way they do than just racism? Yes, they just proved it. And by the way, a lot of these things, what they do is they, they still have data on Asians as well. If you take blacks, whites, and Asians on the two big things about loans being turned down for mortgage loans and about hirings and firings in bad times, what you can say about blacks towards white, where whites um, have a better average, you can say the same thing of Asians towards whites. But they leave out the Asian-American piece. They just want you to see black and white. But if you added Asian-Americans in there, which they have that data for, you would see the same correlation. Where more whites get approved versus black, more Asians get approved versus white. Where more white people get hired first and get fired last compared to black people, more Asian-Americans get hired first and fired last or let go last compared to white people. See, you can always form data. But what we got to realize is we're not determined by data. Remember determinism. Determinism is a theory or doctrine that acts of the will, occurrences in nature, or social or psychological phenomena are casually determined by preceding events or natural laws, explained behavior by the combination of environmental genetic determinism. It's the doctrine that all events, including human action, are ultimately determined by causes external to the will. Some philosophers have taken determinism to imply that individual human beings have no free will and cannot be held morally responsible for their actions. And that's what needs to change. We all need to start holding each other to account. The black community needs to hold each other to account on their their, their moral choices, moral responsibility, because choices have consequences. You're not determined by the color of your skin. You're not determined by your socioeconomic background. You're determined by the choices you make. And Dr. King told us, judge me not based on the choices I had no say in, but judge me on the choices I have a say in. In other words, don't judge me by the color of my skin, which I didn't choose. Judge me by the content of my character. Those are things I chose. I am black, and I'll be back in three minutes. We are all in the construction business, constructing memories, relationships, new ideas, and a legacy that will outlive us. Life is best imagined as a construction project. Hey, can we get that backhoe over here? At Like It Matters, we craft tools and teach you how to use them. Mr. Black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream. One of those tools is individual life counseling. The best analogy is a life caddy, because sometimes you just need another set of eyes. A second tool, books by Mr. Black, always opening up your mind. Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Whoa. 
Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president, or so we thought. In his new book, Forgotten Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Reagan. It's required reading in 2020. Forgotten Country, the new book by Ralph Reed, available wherever books are sold. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we recognize that this school year was a little different. As you look ahead to a new chapter this fall, TwinCitiesTuitions.com will be here to help with half-price tuitions for first-time students. To see a full list of partnering schools, visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to Dallas-Fort Worth on August 20th through the 22nd. Details at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And please, there's a tough times going on around us. And so if you're struggling, if you need someone to talk to, if you uh, are depressed, if you don't know how you're going to make it through the day, uh, call me. I'll give you my private cell phone number, 817-657-4921. Call me, 817-657-4921. I'm here to help. Text me. I'm struggling. I need some help. Uh, I, I can teach you how you work. I can help you. I see a need, I meet a need. I serve people, all skin colors, all race. I, that's why I can. Talk, I don't have a problem talking about black, white issues, Hispanics. I mean, I love people. I serve people. Uh, I've served people in, all over this world, Chinese, uh, Hispanics, Mexicans, uh, Italians, uh, Southern Amer- South Americans, Brazilians. So uh, I, I feel good about my body of work. I'm not worried about if a phrase doesn't come out right, someone call me this, call me that. I have a body of work of 30 years, over 15,000 people's lives I've changed. So uh, anybody that knows, you can make any accusation, but my fruit is pretty clear. And you want to know the root, you follow the fruit. You follow the fruit to the root. And I got 30 years of fruit. Uh, and my root is grounded in, in the blood of Jesus Christ. So I'm square. I'm ready to stand before God. It's important for man to die one time and then be judged. Uh, and that's I'm, I'm there. Until then, I'm going to serve you people. I'm going to serve everybody. I don't care what your skin color is. I don't care who you share your bed with. I don't care what bathroom you use. I don't care if you follow my God or a different God. I don't care if you're Muslim or, or Hebrew or Arabic or uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. You're a living, breathing human being to me. I might not agree with some of the things you agree with, and you won't agree with some of the things I agree with. That's okay. We can still get along. We can still help each other. We're all creatures of God. We're not all children of God. We're all creatures of God. 
And we're supposed to respect all that God has created. And so I will honor my God and help you out and honor you. So today I'm kind of doing a wrap-up. And I want to do this last segment. We're wrapping up the, the last two shows. I did the Survival of Three Hours and then the Life's a Box of Chocolates. and about choices and consequences. But uh, to me, it really ties into this thing that's going on in America. We're in the drama triangle. And I had shared uh, yesterday about the article from Linda Graham well, she really did a good job on going through the drama triangle. Remember the drama triangle? It's a, you should look it up. It's by Stephen Cartman. It's about a 40-page booklet. It'll tell you what's going on in America. We, we're on the drama triangle. We go from victim to persecutor to rescuer. And you've got to understand that these are choices. We don't have to be on the drama triangle. We can get off. We can hold our tongue. We can let things roll off our back. We don't need to engage. See, we, 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 we're going to play one of three roles, and we go from one to the other. See, what, uh, going back to Linda's article here, a great article she wrote. She said, what's needed for anyone on the triangle is to wake up. We've got to wake up. I do a lot of my posts on, on LinkedIn. It says, wake up, America, hashtag. We've got to wake up to the roles that are being replaying repeatedly over and over and over. One person shifting out of a role can catalyze the others to shift out of roles and behaviors. What we need is for the victim to begin to grow up. This is what she said. I'm quoting her. What's especially helpful is the victim begin to, quote, grow up, take responsibility for their empowerment and resourcing themselves to meet their own needs. See, each role of the drama triangle has its own payoffs. If you look at the power of habit, there's always a payoff for a habit. It might not sound good on the surface, but psychologically it's a payoff, right? In the drama triangle, victims get to be taken care of. In the drama triangle, rescuers get to feel good about taking care of people. In the drama triangle, persecutors, like people stealing and burning down buildings uh, and rioting and killing cops and fighting cops, persecutors on the drama triangle get to remain feeling superior to both victim and rescuer. But here's the problem. This is a quote from Lynn Forrest. She says, the, but the cost, in other words, the choice, because you're going to make a choice. You're going to get on the drama triangle. You're going to choose where you get on at. But the cost of this choice is to perpetuate a dysfunctional social dynamic and to miss out on the possibilities and responsibilities of healthy, resonant, resilient relationships, she says. It's only when we become convinced that we can't take care of ourselves. Again, a choice. Listen to all these choices. We then, it's then that we move into the state of being the victim. Believing that we are frail, powerless, or defective keeps us needing rescue. Don't you hear? This is a lie that's been told in the black community. I believe black people are just as good as anybody else. And yet we live in a system that says black people are not as good. You need to protect them. You, you need to change standards. You need to give up your white job so black people... This is stupid. You're basically unconsciously telling black people they're not good enough. They can't take care of themselves. I mean, go up to any successful black person and ask them why they couldn't make it on their own. Ask them why they need the white man's help. Ask them uh, who had to give up their job and their fame so that they could have it. Uh, they'd punch in the face. They'd say, I worked my butt off to get where I am. And they did. But yet, with all this stuff saying that black people need this, black, basically any black person that's successful, uh, they, you take away their ability to, to, to revel in their success like somebody else did it for them. No, they did it for themselves. They worked hard. They overcame. They picked themselves up. They dust themselves off. They hit it again. See, victims deny both their problem-solving abilities and their potential for self-generated power. This doesn't prevent them from feeling highly resentful towards those on whom they depend. 
As much as they insist on being taken care of by their primary rescuers, they nonetheless do not appreciate being reminded of their inadequacy. That's a quote by Lynn Forrest. That's not a quote from Scott Black. See, in the drama triangle, the rescuer is the classic codependent, enabling, overly protective. The one who wants to fix it, taking care of others, may be the rescuer's best game plan for getting its own self-worth. Don't you get it? There's no better way to feel important than to be a savior. Rescuers often gain satisfaction by identifying with their caretaking role. They are generally proud of what helpers and fixers they are. Don't you see it in the streets? Often they're socially acclaimed. Sound familiar? Even rewarded. For what? can be seen as selfless acts of caring. Behind it all, there's a magical belief. If I take care of them long enough, then sooner or later, they're going to take care of me too. Common phrase you get from rescuers, after all I've done for you, this is the thanks I get. Sound familiar? Because all three positions are really starting at the victim position. A A rescuer's greatest fear is that they will end up alone. They believe that their total value comes from how much they do for other people. And if you leave them, they scramble to make themselves indispensable in order to avoid abandonment. Now, the persecutor is actually shame-based. Just so you know, you see it. People get in your face, they want to spit in your face. It's shame-based. The role is most often taken on by someone who received overt mental or physical abuse during their childhood. It's a compensation. They were a victim. No one rescued them, so now, uh, in, uh, in, so in order to become a, a rescuer, they first become a persecutor, and they attack the perceived persecutor, but they are actually are the persecutor. As a result, they are often secretly seething inside from a shame-based wrath that ends up running their lives. So they may choose to emulate their primary school childhood abusers, identifying uh, with those they see having power and strength, rather than becoming the picked-on loser at the bottom of life's pile. See, persecutors tend to adopt an attitude that says the world is hard and mean, only the ruthless survive, and I'll be one of those. The persecutor overcomes feelings of helplessness and shame by overpowering others. Don't you get it? Domination becomes their most prevalent style of interaction. This means they must always be right. Their methods include, this is her quote, this is psychologically accurate. This is what's going on. This has nothing to do with the BLM marches, all the chaos in the streets, but it's telling you what's going on. This means they must always be right. Their methods include bullying, preaching, threatening, blaming, lecturing, interrogating, and outright attack. You hear that? Outright attack. John Goulet, uh, uh, marriage and family uh, therapist in Breaking the Drama Triangle, said, the only way to escape the drama triangle is to function as an adult and not participate in the game. See, those in the victim roles must learn to assume some responsibility for themselves and initiate self-care rather than look outside themselves for a savior. They must challenge ingrained belief that they can't take care of themselves. If they are able to escape uh, the triangle instead of seeing themselves as powerless, they must acknowledge their problem-solving as well as their leadership capabilities. That's what I do. There is no escape except to take total responsibility for their own feelings thoughts, and reactions. And that's what's lacking in today's world. We don't take personal responsibility anymore. we got to make choices. As leaders, we got to make choices. As leaders, we got to decide the risk management. It's time to send our kids back to school. Yeah, there's a risk involved. Bill Gates believes, as I do, it's worth, worth the risk. Let's go ahead and play that tape. And guys, as you know, uh, we're all thinking about school this fall and what it means uh, for our kids and also what it means for the economy. I asked Bill Gates, his children are getting older now, uh, but whether he would send his own children to school this fall. 
He had a pretty interesting answer. I'm a big believer that for young children, uh, the benefits in almost every location, uh, particularly if you can protect the teachers well, the benefits outweigh the costs. As you get up to age like 13 and higher, then you'll have to look at your locale to decide what you'll do with high schools. And if they're not in, then you have to put massive effort into trying to get there to be continued learning online. You know, our foundation has revamped our education work to really jump in and help out uh, you know, get those online capabilities up, make sure that uh, 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 minority students and low-income students aren't suffering the most throughout all of this. But it's a very tough set of trade-offs that everyone's going through. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. Hi, this is Lee and Matthew with The Kingdom Builders. We've just been reflecting recently on the unchanging nature of the Lord Jesus Christ. We've also been reflecting on the fact that we tend to make changes in our business every year, whether it's in equipment or whether it's personnel or even our understanding of how things work in our industry. We're constantly changing and hopefully getting better and better and better all the time, but it's so comforting when you're thinking about these things to remember that the Lord Jesus and his message, the gospel, and the result of believing in the gospel are unchanging. At the Kingdom Builders, we're constantly making changes to serve you better, but there's one thing that doesn't change, that we're centered on the foundation of the Lord Jesus. So if you'd like an honest assessment on your roof or gutters, give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.com. That's thekingdombuilders.com. Ringing Liberty 